Welcome to another edition of Packy Chat, episode number 27. For those of you that follow us, uh, sorry for the uh, how absent we've been. You know, life just kind of getting in the way. I think our last chat we got together was end of August, early September. And now here it is, uh, beginning of December. So everybody listening, hope you had a great Thanksgiving and holidays Christmas holidays everything's right around the corner you know we didn't have time to get together to chat because a lot of us have been doing other things we had a lot of stuff going on uh, this time of year fall there's conferences EMA was recently IEF um, while they were not in person still takes up some time uh, AZA's principles of elephant management 2 was live and in person just uh, it's been a, over a year since anyone got together for that so just a lot going on and I think uh, we're gonna take today to talk about kind of those those things that happen and some things going on uh, for everybody that's out there supporting us through patreon thank you so much you know who you are and we really appreciate it uh, if you'd like to that's uh, patreon.com backslash packy chat um, and again it just kind of pays to keep us going um, we don't make anything off it, but it covers the expenses of software, podcast space, all that stuff. But more important than the money is just to listen and spread the word. It's uh, Even though we've been down for a couple months without a new podcast, it's great to see new people joining and new followers uh, every day. So that's great. But uh, I guess that's enough of me talking. Let's get into it. As far as PEM, like... I wish I had that opportunity, you know, 30-some years ago to do to do this. 20 years ago, 15 years ago, I wish that opportunity existed for a hands-on um, course that your institution would pay for. You know, I spent all my weekends and days off going to visit places on my own dime doing things, which was great, but... Um, it was unstructured and it was, uh, sometimes you felt like you were a burden, um, but to have something that is, you know, supported by AZA, run by AZA, supported by the zoos that, um, zoos were obligated to, uh, invest in their staff to send them to is cool. It's different than a conference. It's different than anything else because you get to do something. It's hands-on. That's the coolest thing. I think is the hands-on portion. Um, again, I would have, I would have loved the opportunity to go train other elephants or just work with other elephants, you know, when I was, when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, that, it, this may be off tangent a little bit, but, uh, it, you bring up a good point in the fact of like, maybe I'm just getting old, but like when I was younger, yeah, I was, if I went on a vacation or I was doing anything, it was always stopping in at a program and seeing what they did and trying to learn and, and things like that. Do you think that happens as much nowadays? Or, you know, cause I don't necessarily see it as much. Um, and then too, I guess that could lead into, you know, what are people doing nowadays to develop themselves? You know, I think a lot of times we look at, you know, what is our zoo going to send us to, but what are we doing to develop ourselves? Like, I know you just hit on it. For myself, it was just, I would just get in the car and, you know, drive to Little Rock and say, hey, can I hang out for the day and then come back? You know what I mean? Like, um, so what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I mean, that, and, and 
I think that's what's different, a little bit different now too. Like I would go anywhere, it, it, anywhere. If I was traveling and it was somebody that mm-hmm. I didn't even, we had philosophical differences. It wouldn't matter. I'd call if they were open to me stopping by and hanging out for a bit. I'd I'd go because you're gonna hopefully learn something from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think now, I think it's better. But I guess we went through a phase where, you know, you're only gonna go visit like-minded people and what do you really get out of that i mean again i think you're going to learn but it's the it's the people that are philosophically or polar opposites from you that i think we learn the most from or at least maybe give you an aha moment that maybe maybe what you're learning is i'm doing shit really well um but uh you know if you're if if you're going to go visit the same person that you learn from all the time you're going to learn the same stuff from the same right you know and we get that feedback a lot on the PEM afterwards is it's not, you know, you go to whatever zoo. It's like, Oh, that's, I'd never done that before. This, that's not in our program, but man, did I learn a lot about that? You know what I mean? Because they don't do it. So that's a great point. That's, that's a good question about how often people are, you know, being their own advocate for, for, for going somewhere. You know, I'm trying to think that, you know, we're all, we've all been around the same amount of time and, um, and I know some of us lived in the same like kind of part of the country. So we kind of um, met up that way and moved around. I, I can't, I haven't really heard of people getting together, even like a, like a, even an informal regional thing, or even hearing stories about people. You know, I, I had one since in the location I've been right now, my current facility, we've had um, two visitors that were kind of, traveling in the region and specifically stop by to see um you know what we're doing otherwise yeah. now it seems extremely rare yeah no it's interesting I, I you know asking those questions and you know and you hit at the point about going to not just this like-minded places you know one of the things i look at pm being is that <clears throat> it is an aza facility um aza course so automatically everybody's kind of put in the same boat and looking at it through the same lens. So it's interesting is that, you know, we have all these identified things that we need to learn to be accredited. And the idea is we're bringing it together, even though we might have different philosophies, we're kind of almost forced to discuss the same things. And the material is presented in one same lens, which is, which is really nice. You know, it's not so much that we can go there and we get taught that, um, you know, this is what we do. This is like, except that we say, this is what we need to do, you know, in PEM. This is what we need to be to be part of AZA. And I think that's one thing that, um, you know, you can kind of get one-stop shopping, be in many places, you know, all looking through the same lens as opposed to just sticking to one or two places that's like, like-minded. Now, for myself, I, you know, I, you know, I think I feel, I feel like I've been around, you know, going to visiting other zoos through accreditation processes and things like that. So luckily, you know, when you get a certain part of your career, part of your job is maybe going around and seeing other programs. But, you know, for sure, certainly when I was a keeper starting out, um, you know, I didn't have that philosophy. I think my one facility, I was there for almost 19 years. I think I got sent somewhere twice, so, um, you know, because there's only, only so much money in the pot. Um, but at a how many times has you sent me? I probably sent myself somewhere 30 times. I think one of the cool things about PEM and 
people that um, don't come with an open mind miss it early on, at least, is that while we, well, PEM2 specifically, I guess, you know, they think they're going to go somewhere and, and learn that how that place, you know, they're going to preach what that place does. And I think we do a really good job of just being open. Like this is, this is one way. And then what it does is it spurs everybody there to say how they do it, you know, and just really open stuff up. And I think that's the biggest thing is you, you watch someone do something. And then before you know it, there's, you know, 45 minutes of conversation on a lot of different ways to accomplish the same thing. Uh, and I, that's the value of it to me, taking little bits from everybody and, and kind of making it yours. Yeah. And I, I think that's a testament to the course and to the hosts um, because PEM2 specifically is we, you know, we've been doing PEM for years now, right? Um, and there hasn't been a single class that's been the same. It's different every single time because, you know, the, the programs cater that class to the students and everything. And I think that's really cool. I will say for myself, um, I learn a lot at PEM every year, you know, like a lot of the, um, the rope stuff and, and, you know, downed elephant stuff, like, you know, we help teach it too, but we're also learning as well. So I think that's a really cool thing that I think that people don't understand. Uh, and maybe the students in the class don't realize that like, you know, I learn stuff every time too, you know, we're trying to evolve with the class as well, just as much as they're trying to learn from it. Um, so it's kind of a behind little behind the scenes tidbit from, from myself is that like, I still learn something new every time. <laughs> and I think it's really cool. It, 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 I mean, that's, I always come home with notes. I mean, especially when Ellen used to be a part of it, you're always taking notes from Ellen. <laughs> but what's crazy is the four of us talk all the time. If we're at a conference, we're hanging out together. If we're at PM, we're hanging out together. We're, we're Zooming, we're doing this. But yet, every time we get together and one of us is talking, I'm taking notes from something some somebody says, one of you guys says. Because it's, it's it. We're always learning and always evolving and always always trying to be better status quo mm -hmm. isn't a, isn't in my vocabulary at least so i just uh i love to get those ideas and even if even if it isn't like like an aha moment to learn something it's definitely a time that gets me jazzed and excited to get back and and try some different things well the point <laughs> the point about the um the class being different every time that's definitely true and that and obviously the dynamic comes from the from the group and, and the questions in the group. And obviously as things change and as we all evolve in the previous year's experience, what we might've done or things like that. But the other thing is it's also for me, it becomes a bit of a refresher at times. And I know that's a little bit of an unfair advantage. The fact that we're able to, to be there each time, but uh, many times we don't get to practice a lot of this stuff throughout the year. It's you, you know, usually pretty routine stuff, especially now in my job, I don't, I don't do lots of fun elephant stuff anymore, a whole lot, but, um, but it's also a nice refresher to, to revisit all those things again. And, and, and the little things that we add and change from each year and update, I think are important. Um, and obviously, like, like I said, the class is made um, by the, by the participants and the, and the students and the, the questions and conversations that are spurred on. And, and that's the stuff that's different every year, despite the fact that we've seen, many of these PowerPoints and talks tens of times, um, there's always a little bit of a different 
different flair. But another another thing early on, uh, almost 20 years ago now, I was able to take that. We talk about hands-on courses. I was able to take that riddles course. And I, I think I went to the second to last one that was ever held. I was there in 2002. I think the last one was the following year. That was that was pretty awesome. I mean, back then it was a lot of the stuff <clears throat> was more applicable to what was being done in the business and what I was doing at the time, the, the particular program I worked um, worked in. But apart from that, it was, you know, and it was said, it was, it was stated in the class. I mean, that was two weeks. We talk about PEM two and it's three days and it's pretty intense, but this was, this was two weeks long of, I don't think I read a newspaper. I didn't look at a television for two weeks. It was pretty, pretty intense, but, but great because obviously the subject matter is neat, but it was, it was presented as a, as a buffet, you know, it's all here, try it. If you don't like it, leave it, but at least you've been exposed to it. And there's things that I do to this day that are not as applicable from, you know, the standards and, and the management system in which we manage elephants for the most part now, but it's, it, it's always there and it's valuable to have for the, for those, you know, one in a million times that you need it. And unfortunately that's a rather irreplaceable um, experience now. I mean, PEM definitely meets that to a, to a degree, but not, not to the same level. <laughs> Did you think that the two weeks was too much? Not enough? I'm no, I thought it was, it was, I mean, well, and I can also tell you that I was, I don't know how old I was, 20, I don't know, early 20s. So I was, I don't want to say I was more passionate about it then, but you know how we all were like, you couldn't tear us away from that kind of stuff back then. Right. So it's hard for me to judge, but I can tell you that there was a ton, a ton to learn. So, you know, we weren't just doing learning stuff. We were also, Hey, you know, get that. Hey, ready. Hey, clean that pen. Hey, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, that, that was part of it, but it was, it was neat because it was a, you know, I, I forget how many folks were in the class. I think it was about 10. Um, but all pulled from different places. I didn't know any of the people before I got there, not, not a single person. And then, you know, by the time I left, you know, a couple people, I still became, you know, not only became good friends with, but still keep in contact with today, you know, even today, almost 20 years later. To go back to something that was said early on, you know, about do people still do this or, you know, go visit other places on their own time and dime. I wonder you know, if PM wasn't mandatory, I think I don't think half the people would go. Even if even if the zoo paid for it, I don't think they'd want to go. Which is well, crazy. I I don't know. I tend to agree with you. I think there's I think it's probably split. I think there would be people who would be like, "Oh, good, forget it. I ain't going to that thing." But then there would be a bunch of other people. I think I, I don't know if it'd be fifty fifty, but I think there would be a, a, a fair number of people that would still want to go. I don't think you'd see, you know, I, I think you'd probably start to see a, a demographic split where, where, you know, after a certain amount of time in the business or a certain age, you probably wouldn't see many people go, um, you know, if it was voluntary. But, uh, but I mean, I, I mean, I went when it was voluntary, you know, I thought it, and I thought it was great. I went to, you know, like I was talking about riddles. That was voluntary. It was great, you know. So, I mean, I, I think there's some people who definitely would still would still want to go. But you're right. I think there would be way less. Yeah. And it's always, it's always like, we, we talk about this, but the, uh, a highlight to hear people opening day, you know, why are you, why are you here? Oh, my zoo's making me, 
I got better things to do, you know, whatever. And on the last day, you know, what'd you get out of it? Best, best week I've had in a long time, you know, learned so much. And that's, that's awesome. Well, yeah, I agree. And, and like I said before, you know, it's, it's always nice to go for a bunch of different reasons. You know, we have the unique uh, benefit of being able to do this all the time, but it's not just because I like hanging out with you guys and, doing the class it's also nice to go meet you know not in every case but 60 you know meet 60 more folks every year and you know the way the turnover is in this business i mean there are there's always a there's always a lot of new people in that in that class that uh that we've never met before and and even you know it's even nice to to in pem2 to revisit with some of those folks a year a couple of years later and see you know who's who's grown in the business who's stayed in the business who's got promoted up into the business and that's always nice to, to see how those folks um, do as well. So it's, you know, there's a different, you guys aren't preaching to the choir here, but there's a different, a little bit of a different dynamic in that class, but um, one mostly because of the size, not necessarily because of the anything else. Um, but it's always, I mean, it's always fun. And it's, it's a lot of it is because you get to meet a bunch of new people every single time. So it's not just for us. I mean, obviously when you attend the class, I think there's a, there's a pretty cool aspect of meeting a bunch of new people as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I personally, I like to come. It's comfortable at PEM too, because like you said, you've you are, you've already met them before, and you kind of pick up where you left off from PEM one, if that makes sense. So um, I'm not good at meeting new people. Sometimes I'm kind of quiet, but um, so that's I enjoy the PEM too because it's a smaller class, and then yeah, you already know the people, and you can just hey, how's it going? You already know where they're from, you know, all of that. So. Um, I, I enjoy the intimacy of PEM too. Um, but I also like the dynamic of meeting a bunch of people. It's not, but it, you know, it's not also just the, the size of the class. It's also the hands-on work. <laughs> but outside of, outside of PEM two, you know, no other, no other hands-on stuff anymore. It, it's, it's funny because even attending and doing the PEM stuff um, for so long, I still, I walk away, I think, with more notes from there than I do from an EMA conference or uh, an IEF workshop or anything. It's crazy. And it's the same, listening to the same people for the most part. You know, I haven't been uh, instructing nearly as long, you know, a fraction of long as you guys have been doing it. But I've been fortunate to be a student twice in the PM course. Um, one in 1998, and then again in 2015, you know, recertified and old dog learning new tricks and stuff. But um, um, I was, um, they're both really good experiences, but they're quite different experiences. And to me, it talks about how the, the um, changes and the evolution, or at least the, you know, the adjustments as the industry moves on, the PM course it takes. And even now, we are still talking about how you know to improve it you guys have been doing this for so long you know you know this course has been around you know when i took it in 1998 it wasn't by no means the first year that i was on but it hadn't been going for a super long time you look back you know the mid 90s to now 2021 and the instructors are still talking about how to still improve it you know it definitely isn't back in high school when the teachers are putting on the same overheads 
See how old I am? Yeah, same overheads um, time and time again. You know, it does it does change quite a bit. So, um, you know, even though you've taken it once, you know, it's, you know, I don't know this ever happened again, but as much as bitter I was, I had to take the course a second time. Um, I'm glad I did. And I would actually recommend a period of time going by um, to also encourage um, to come back, you know, and, and take that course again. First time, you know, it was, it was so different. We had a, a day on free contact, a day on protected contact. And it was, um, and we talk about, you know, bring the community together and all that kind of stuff. But back in 1998, even the PM, AZA PM course um, contribute to, we are going to talk about this management style. Now we're going to switch gears and talk about that. And there was no, um, there's no fusion between the two. There's no comparison. It was very much black and white talking about that. And then, um, you know, in 2015, it was very much um, managing elephants. You know, so that was one of the biggest things that I, that I really liked about coming back, you know, it's seeing that changes in that. And then I look back at the class, even the students back in 1998 compared to 2015, it was still, I would say it's a very much different atmosphere, you know, um, with people walking into the court. Sure, there's the people that said, I don't want to be here. But I think that those walls, you know, that or the perceived walls, at least, um, or less than two, that was less definitely in 2015 than it was in 1998. And, you know, and I think, I think that's something that a lot of people that have bad feelings about PEM that have never been to PEM think of, those old, the old classes that happened 25, six, seven years ago. Um, and I think what also, even the people that show up don't, don't uh, understand is how much it evolves. I mean, we talk about it every, as soon as the class is done, we talk about how to do it better. You know, before the class starts, we talk about, you know, things we should incorporate. And the evolution of the class is, I think it's, uh, I think it's impressive, but also, um, you know, a lot of people think that it's it's kind of up to the instructors. And while granted, you know, how it's presented is it's an AZA class that AZA has input in, and it's not just the instructors getting on their high horse to talk about things that they believe in, and sometimes that's missed. Yeah, but I also think that it's a testament to the instructors as well of never settling for mediocrity. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I think I think we continue to push ourselves that, like, you know, the PowerPoint I did two years ago isn't good enough anymore. You know what I mean? I have to refresh it, and I have to evolve with it as well. <laughs> Am I? I'll just talk like this. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so I mean, you know, I, I think that's part of just the way that we operate too as instructors is, uh, you know, we, we don't accept the mediocrity because you, you could have an instructor come in and do the same exact PowerPoint, you know, on eight font and just read slides for 10 years, you know, uh, but, but we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to answer the question, I don't think people travel as much as they as they used to, to see elephant programs. I mean, they, some do, uh, or to see animal programs in general. I'm sure they go to zoos and do whatever. Um, I don't think they put the time in to learn that way. I think a lot of it is because of uh, internet. People Google everything. 
I, you know, most of our programs and stuff people yeah. can see online. You know, it's interesting when you're going back to saying about, you know, how many people, you know, will actually travel or not. But when you think about the industry, how many people have you met that really stay in the industry as long as they used to? I wonder if there's a correlation there. Like, you know, it'd be interesting, you know, all those PEM, um, all that PEM stuff that you all of a sudden get a, um, a roster and looking back and see how many of that people are actually still in the business. <clears throat> It's a lot less than it used to be. We used to meet people all the time. You see the same faces over and over again, you know, at conferences and things. But it doesn't exist anymore as much as it used to. So I wonder if that is any correlation with, you know, us questioning whether people would really start moving and visiting other people. Well, you know what? See, it seems like when we start talking about um, um, in this day and age, and you said Google and stuff like that, I hear more requests for youtube videos and almost how-to things and sometimes it seems that there's more a more desire to watch somebody else do it over a screen than actually to go and visit somebody and see it because i guess it is it is a lot cheaper it's more convenient i guess you could visit four places in one afternoon um so i think that i don't know if we're just too old and saying there go visit places Whereas maybe their resources should be more into um, <laughs> the resources should be more into uh, you know putting that online stuff. But it's crazy because like without the follow up, like without discussion, I just don't. You know, some of that's it's it's great to watch it, but without having a discussion for a lot of that, it's man, you're missing out on so much of it. Thank you for once again listening to this edition of Packy Chat. Appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. Again, Packy Chat's all about just conversation. Take things you heard, uh, things that might work for you, and use them. That's great. Things you don't agree with, well, that's okay, too. We're not here to tell you there's one way to do it. We're just here to start conversation and have some thought. Once again, thanks a lot for listening to Packy Chat. We appreciate you listening. Mm-hmm.